Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Association of Common Sense Masculinity is proud to present the exciting, the thought-provoking Can-Am Soup, an entertaining, genuine, and often meandering conversation between two friends. And now, the stars of our show, Jeremy Gertz and Todd Fuss. Hey, Todd, how are you doing, brother? Good, brother Jeremy. How are you? Good. Good, good. I hope it came at the right time because I can't, it's so weird. I can't hear the music at all in our fantastic intro that you've made. Oh, no, you hit it perfect. Oh, good. I wonder what changed in the settings of Squadcast that made that happen. You know, it's like willy nilly. One day it worked, the next day it doesn't. Ay, ay, ay. They how's your week? Just- how's your week been? It's been other than uh, your frustrations you told me about pre-show. Oh yes, I. Uh, <laughs> woo. You know, um, about two and a half weeks ago, UPS decided we want the belt, we want the championship belt as the worst uh, package carrier on earth. So they took yep. the belt. FedEx said, "Uh," uh-uh. and they did a first round knockout in the rematch and took their belt back. That's funny. Yep. Yep. I always heard that joke. I think I've said it here before. So you hear that FedEx and UPS are merging? No. Yeah. You know what they're going to call it? Uh, no. Fed up. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We had, uh, we've had some pretty good luck lately with, uh, deliveries. We had so when we get our Amazon packages, there's this company that Amazon hires called Intelcom, and it's just like a a courier. And they were fine for like a year, the year and a half that we lived here, and then all of a sudden they just stopped delivering, and they would just put uh, address not found or unable to find this address, and it happened for about like three months, to the point where like literally we wouldn't get anything. We would appeal like the certain amount of time, a week or whatever it was went by. We'd ask for a refund and we'd get our money back. And then like two weeks later, there'd be a package on our driveway and it would, one of the things we ordered. And so it was to the point where if we wanted Amazon, we'd have to get it to like a drop station, like a box. Um, we've got them all over the place. You just kind of walk up with your phone, you open the app and like it just pops open a door and you grab it. But it's such a pain because if you want anything bigger, they, you can't get them delivered to that. And so Steph went and she filed complaints with Amazon, like called Amazon customer service. I think she did like four days in a row because there's four things that weren't deliverable. And then the Amazon person's like, no, they say they can't deliver to your address. It's unknown. And she's like, we've had over a hundred things delivered here in the past by this exact same company. It is known. And she went for like a week. She called every single day. And now all of a sudden we have everything delivered and it's way faster than it used to be. Like if it was next day delivery, they would always be an extra day or two at least. Like it's like, oh, get it by tomorrow at this time. We would plan on it for like three days later. But now it's coming like that. Like we're driving back from Great Falls. What did I need? Oh, I wanted a car charger for my uh, truck, like a, a MagSafe car charger. Because the one I had like fell apart and 
we ordered it while we were driving back. And the next morning at like 10 o'clock in the morning, I get an email. It's got a picture, the package of the front gate. What I ordered, I'm like, wow, like they've tuned right up. So the squeaky, the squeak wheel gets the grease. That is true. Very, very true. So it's kind of nice, but man, it shouldn't have to be like that. You know, they should do what they're supposed to. Yes. Uh, but they're paid to. And they get paid disgustingly well. Um, according to CBS News and Money Watch, at the, this was from last year, 2023, uh, when, they were re- when they renegotiated the contract, the deal was reached on July 25th to increase full-time driver's compensation, total compensation, from roughly $145,000 to $170,000 over the next five years. They get pay, they'll be paid $120,000 in salary and roughly fifty dollars in benefits annually to go lose your package. Wow, that's a lot of money. To shot put your package 30 feet onto your porch. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I, I, and... I got to tell my boys, say, go get a, just go be a delivery driver for Pete's sake. Yeah. And uh, over half of the union people are half of the half of the union members over half of UPS belong to the Teamsters. So mm. they're already criminals, in my opinion. Yeah. 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 Um, huh. It's crazy. <clears throat> yes. Hmm. Oh yeah. We um So I haven't really uh it's been a weird week in the shop, sort of like I've gotten a lot of stuff done, but it's a lot of stuff that I didn't really want to do, you know. Um so there's one part of our shop that's uh it was a paint booth, and so it's got like at least a quarter inch of paint from layers of layers of you know overspray and it's where I'm doing the woodworking shop thing and so I've been using my little rotary hammer my SDX SDS plus and a little chipping bit on it and I've been like chipping up this stuff like it's a one inch wide but this area is probably I don't know probably 20 feet by 20 feet and man it's it's exhausting. I do an hour and I get about four feet of this paint chipped up. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. And then I'm I, I'm like, the only reason I started doing it was because a couple of the spots like it that started to come up. And so that's like literally, and it, the quarter inch is kind of where it kind of starts. In some places, it's almost a half inch thick of paint. And then you get a little thing of that chipped up it's like a pothole in your floor and you're wheeling stuff around you're moving your dust collector and it falls into there and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna get this out of here but man it is such a pain in the butt but yesterday I went after it hard um I had some signs to do I had some sanding blocks to make and I was just like you know what let me just go after this hard this in the morning and um oh man that was a lot of work you ever use those like chipping things like rotary hammers and stuff until you can't feel your hands anymore? Oh yeah. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> like when I think about it, that feeling just comes to my hands instantly. It's weird. But 
slowly getting there. <clears throat> but yeah, no, it's uh, I'm excited. I wanna wanna get that done and get my little work work woodworking area all set up and finished up. Ran some airlines around the shop too, so Ooh. that's kind of handy. That was uh, that was like last week, the week before. But uh, I bought this kit from Princess Auto, and it's just quarter inch airline. And the only reason I wanted it was for little things like blowing chips away. And it was like super cheap. And each kit had 60 feet of it. So I bought like three of these kits. But they coil this tubing up. And it's probably like maybe a foot diameter. A little bit bigger. But my word. That stuff. Try running that stuff. Like oh my goodness. That stuff. It's spiteful man. In fact with the first batch. The first line that I had. I had a lot of really straight runs. And uh, so I put. I had a bunch of. Uh plastic conduit emt or whatever it is and uh and so i put a whole bunch of these links together and then i put all this tubing in there hoping that if it was in there and i left it in there for two weeks and it still didn't take that the memory out of that piping it made it not quite so bad but that's a that's kind of a fail you know yeah that just sucks luckily i was able to kind of wedge it in places and then Anywhere I had, I put basically every two feet. I'd put a a clamp on it, but but it is nice, man. I got I got air at my drill press. I got air at my motorcycle station for my like my motorcycle table up and down, and then at my milling machine. I've got an airdrop there. I don't have anything at the back of the shop yet, but it is it's nice to actually be building this place out the way I really actually want it. You know. Yes, I do know. I need to get on so, mine. But yeah. I, I do. But I have to do some other stuff first. In fact, today is step number one. It's going to be Which warm enough and dry enough to go work on uh, finishing those hydraulic fittings for the front of the tractor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right on. So you guys out of your death cold snap? Yeah, I mean, it's getting down to just, you know, freezing at night, but um, it's like 60 during the day. Yeah. It's so weird, man, because we're, we're like at the same situation. Like This is supposed to be the coldest month of the year, and here we are, February 2nd, and it's going to be 60 degrees Fahrenheit. Huh. See, we're getting up to about 50 degrees. So not, but um, man, like, it's it's crazy. The last couple of days have been, like, we, at night it hasn't gotten close to freezing. And, uh, yeah, it's wild. You know what the shame is? Is that I've got, I don't know what happened, but I've got a flat tire on my motorbike. I did it when I was swapping tires last. And I put it up on the stand. And I just haven't got, like, I did some things. I put a new gas tank on my bike, and I did a couple of modifications. But I was leaving the, the fixing the flat tire till the very end. And then it's one of these things that probably was going to take me an hour. But I just don't, it's not like I ever go out there like, I'm going to work on my motorcycle right now. And, man, these nice days are here, and I'm like, oh, if I had my, if I had my back tire fixed, I could go for a motorbike ride. I could take my bike to do errands, but. I should just get that, that tire fixed. 
I was trying to look up extended weather as part of our conversation. And uh, I think the weather channel just tried to infect my computer with something. Oh, no. Ah. Stupid weather channel. Huh. Yeah, they drive me nuts. We have the the Weather Network app. It's the best app for my phone that I've found, like uh, as far as the actual information it gives you. But they have all these stupid ads all the time. And then you'll be like scrolling down because you'll want to check what the weather's going to be like three days from now. And right when you touch your finger on the screen, they put an ad there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you press it. And next thing you know, you're looking at Canadian Tire. And it's like, dude, stop it. Just ugh, drive me nuts. I had a major computer fail this week. Would you like to hear about sure. it? Sure. Okay. So I'm in the market for a new new uh, MacBook Pro. My old one's a 2019, an Intel, and it's starting to lag on me. And so I'm like, okay, did a little looking around, a little research over the last couple of weeks and decided I'm just going to get the MacBook Pro with an M3 Pro chip in it. Figured that was a good one. And then, you know, you kind of look at where they start and where they go. And everything I've read, they say, you know what? Any of those chips is going to be a major upgrade over an Intel-based MacBook Pro. And so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to get the base. Like, I don't, I don't want to spec it out like crazy. I don't want to spend $10,000 on this thing. And, uh, and so I'm like, okay, but how much hard drive, like how much hard drive space do I need? And the one I had was a one terabyte hard drive and I uh, looked at it and the way you look is like, okay, how much am I using? And it said 230 gigabytes. And so I was like, oh good. The base model is a 512 gigabytes and the, the next model is a one terabyte. And I'm like, you know what? There's no reason. Like if I have 700,000 gigabytes that I'm, or yeah, that I'm not using, why pay for it? And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get the 512. Yada, yada, go in and buy it. We had a gift card from the last time we bought like Steph's MacBook Air. And uh, we got, we because uh, we homeschool, we can get an education discount, which knocks 200 bucks off. So I buy this thing, take it home, set up the migration overnight. It takes a long time. Wake up in the morning, good. And I'm like, okay, cool. I've got this video, uh, the simple life build long video. That'll be the first one I edit on this new machine. And it is fast, man. Like just smoking fast. Like I drag a clip into the timeline and instantly the volume bar shows up. And that used to take a couple of seconds, like five seconds before it'd show up in the whole clip. And instantly it's there. And then I can make an edit. I can add a transition, a layer on it. And it's instantly rendered. It's crazy. But I just get work and all of a sudden this thing pops up and it's like your hard drive is almost full. I'm like, what the heck is going on? This is garbage. And so I'm looking at it, trying to figure it out. And I'm like, oh, crumb. And so I ended up changing settings to how it edited video. So it kind of just uses like, um, oh, I forget what they call them. There's a name for it, like a ghost copy, but it's not that. It's anyways, a lower, you know, takes way less information and it, it plays back faster and yada, yada. So do all that stuff, get through the edit. And, uh, and then I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Why am I so full on this one when my last one only had 230 gigs? Why do I have 400 and some gigs? And then I look and it was actually the amount that I have left was 230 gigs. <laughs> so I bought a computer with less memory than my current computer was using. That was my fail, but I, I've got 15 days. I'm going to take it back and I'm just going to upgrade to the one terabyte, but that was pretty dumb of me, wasn't it? Well, yeah. 
oh, I'm only using 230 gigabytes. Like, I'm sure my phone has more than that on it for Pete's sakes. And I don't, like, I do everything on, off of an external hard drive. Like, all my files, all my photos. Like, I, I really don't keep, I try not to keep much on my computer itself, but. Which uh, processor did you get? Um, what was it? So it's the base model. The M3? Yeah, M3 Pro. Okay. The base M3 Pro with like, I don't know if it's. 512 8G. gigabytes. Yeah, 8 GB. 14 GPU. or 16 inch? 14 inch. Okay. I went smaller because my last MacBook Pro is a 16 inch. And I find it a little bit too big. Like if I want to do editing in the vehicle, which happens often, like if I'm if I'm really serious about videos, you know, you, you take the kids to an event, you got to sit around and wait. That's a great time to edit videos. And so I'm like, you know what? No, let's get something compact. If I really want a bigger display, like I've got an extra monitor, like I've got a display. I tried using for a while, didn't really like it, but yeah, I love it though, man. It's a... Uh, and I got the space black, which is cool. But it's a it it is so fast I can't believe it. And I mean, I'm sure it's like all Steph's computers. She's gotten two MacBooks since I've had my last one. Um, she always usually gets uh not the highest end. Like the last one she got was just a MacBook Air for the office. And then she's got a MacBook Pro with an M1 chip, but it is stupid fast. Like you open an application and it is it's like open. You you double click and boom, it's open and functioning. It is it is crazy, man. Crazy. Cause you're talking about upgrading some type a computer, weren't you? Uh, a new laptop. Whether it and I've been I have a need for some Windows stuff. Mm. And I'm like That's too bad. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Cause Stupid old Apple being Apple. You know, um, when I had the Air, like my phone will work side by side with my iPad. You know, my iPhone mm -hmm. and my iPad will work side by side. My phone and my uh, my iMac will work together, generally speaking. It has mm -hmm. some issues with messaging, but other than that, Works very well together. But the stupid um, the MacBook Air that I had, it wouldn't work with anything. You know, mm. you, know you couldn't airdrop to it. You couldn't do this, you couldn't do that between your phone or your iPad. Well, now they say, you know, the new ones, especially this MacBook Pro I'm looking at. Oh, yeah, that works with everything. Works with everything. Can I trust hmm. you, Apple? Can I really? You know, I've got trust issues with you now. <laughs> which uh, which MacBook Pro are you looking at? I, I'm just looking at them. You know, just, yeah. Um, even if I went the, you know, if you go to the 14-inch M3, it's between 16 and 1800 bucks, And... If you go 16 inch M3 Max, you're looking at four grand tops. So, yeah. And the Windows laptop I was looking at was 3,400. So, that's not a great deal of difference. 
3400 yeah it's 600 bucks um so i'll say they're comparable right but are they comparable in performance i don't know um cuz you people are like all the time saying oh we're comparing apple and window you can't they yeah. don't do the same thing the same way that's true you're comparing apples to kumquats for god's sake um <laughs> and you know, even if you're like, well, we're going to load, because, you know, you can partition uh, a MacBook Pro and load iOS and Windows on there, right? Yeah. Windows still won't work the same way no, in the true. same methods in, in the background. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, nothing I do is going to, with Mac will fulfill the need I have with the when why I'm thinking about a windows laptop. All right. Yeah. What, what so, do you need for windows? Like why? Yeah. I don't want to put it out okay. into the public in the public gotcha. land. Um, Insider trading apps that you got going on. Why? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Um, Martha. Uh, no, it's a. It has to do with video editing kind of stuff. Okay. <clears throat> I don't get paid for it. Okay, but I know I know some people that know some people, and they know <clears throat> I'm a fair comedian, as it were, especially ad libbing, hmm. and. There's some podcasts out in the world that I have nothing to do with. I don't listen to. And in fact, I don't know who they are. But they need jokes written. I'm not kidding. So I know a guy who is, uh, he's in like, I can probably say this much. He works on the world's largest independent podcasting and music platform as a lawyer. He does hmm. uh, uh, anyway, he does law for for that intellectual property mm-hmm. law. And they they were having a meeting, right? like brainstorming at like a big worldwide conference. They're like, hey, these are some problems that we're seeing with podcasts. And one of the guys that run the company now came from FM radio and satellite radio. So they're trying to make it more mainstream, Mm. which may or may not be a mistake, whatever. And they do a lot of live casting of podcasts. And some of these are talk shows that need comedy relief right mm-hmm. and they suck at it and so they want people to write jokes or do and I tried this once about a year ago and I had a NDA for 366 days mm. and that's long gone uh, and what I did is I listened to the podcast as they were recording it but there was a delay, right? 
14 second delay. And when they needed a joke, I was, they didn't know if they needed a joke because they're not good at it. They were good at what they were talking about, but they really did suck at comedy and the delivery. So Hmm. I was, I would say the joke that they should say, and they had 14 seconds to decide to use it and then say it. Hmm. It didn't go well because of them. And I didn't hear back. That's crazy. I don't know, six, eight months. Um, and then I just got a message one day that said, hey, would you be willing to do that again? Sure, hmm. why not? That's cool. So I listened to this podcast. I did it. And they were much, much better at the delivery. It went over. It seemed to whatever professionals work at Spotify, I mean, uh, this other company, (laughs) um, (laughs) that, you know, it worked, right? Mm -hmm. And so like, hey, you want a job doing this? Yeah, sure, whatever. Here's how much I cost. And they're like, uh, hang on, we'll get back to you. Yeah, I'm st- never got back to me until uh, about 14 seconds after that tirade I went off on that I told you about with the mm-hmm. FedEx help desk guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not the best time to reach me about, uh, <laughs> you know, counter offering, giving me a counter offer. <clears throat> Because that really cute name I said, I even called that guy, that may have come up in this conversation (laughs) and made the guy laugh. It did. He's like, I don't know. He goes, look, you're not asking for, you know, you're asking for pennies in this industry. You really are. But they don't. That's funny. They don't, because it's going to come out of each individual podcast budget, not the big green pot of money. Mm. So it might seem more, unless you're like Joe Rogan, who doesn't need it. You know, the people who need, who can just throw you that kind of money for nothing. I, that would seem like nothing. They don't need it. Mm-hmm. So it's the, the, the small to medium up and coming that need this kind of thing, but they can't afford it. I'm like, well, right. screw y'all. Hmm. Uh, you will not find someone cheaper that's not union. I'm just saying. They're like, oh, no, we're not yeah. arguing. We're not arguing. So then they went back to the guy I know from legal who, to, to try to, you know, twist my arm. And they're like, hey, they asked me to call you. They pay me, so I have to call you. Can I change your mind? Uh, yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah, you just cost more money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just went <laughs> up great. 25%. You're like, no way. They're going to fire me. I don't care. Yeah. I know how this works. Okay. I say a dollar. You say 90 cent. I say a dollar 50. And and honestly, I'm not asking for a bunch of money. Um, I said, hell, I went back six years. So this is how much I was making six years ago. That's how I didn't even use a, like a cost of living calculator 
to bring it up to twenty four, uh, twenty twenty four dollars. I just said this is what I would like to make if you're going to make me mm-hmm. do this, and they're like, no, all right, fine, yeah, stick it in your ear. Yeah, so I'm really interested it. to know if I'll ever hear from them again. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, although. I, they asked me if I was interested in any other like behind the scenes thing. And I went, Oh, absolutely. Voiceover and like reading. That's cool. And they're like, really? Yes. Trust me. So they actually sent me a, uh, like a three minute script and you literally have to read this and it has to equal three minutes. Hmm. And I did it like on the second take and sent it. And we'll see. Hmm. That's cool. So I, I never, a- I hate my voice. I cannot stand listening to my voice, but I've had like a dozen people over the years tell me you should do voiceovers, you know, like ads, things like that. Dry reads oh, yeah. or audiobooks. Yeah. You should really do that. I'm like, I love Wait. listening to audiobooks. Love it. One of my favorite things in all the world. Because there are some people that their voice is like, you know, and the angels and the heavens parted and the angels sang. Me, yeah. not so much. And no, to my ear, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have well, a nice voice you- into my ear. Um, I, uh, some other people have really good voices to my ear. Not me. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. That's funny. But it's like looking at yourself well, at, in the mirror when you get out of the shower. You're like, bah! <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh. <laughs> or it's like, man, looking good. <laughs> and if you can do that, if you can get out of the shower, look in the mirror and go, ah, looking good. You're... Good for you. You're awesome. Yeah, you're lying to yourself. Like, hey, you're awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should sell used well, no, cars like, for a living. Well, like I, uh, you know, it's funny. Like I told you about your voice. I was like, you got a great voice, and you're like, no, I don't. And a lot of people have that. You know, they don't like the sound of their own voice. Um, but yeah, it's I don't know. Like I've gotten that a lot too. <clears throat> like I did a video for part of our. A Christmas presentation at church and it was kind of like an interview style thing and it was, they they basically had three different clips and it was really cool it's like a really well-lit studio it looked like I was in a like being interviewed for some some of these shows right like it was very well done <clears throat> excuse me but um and then it had so many people like saying oh my goodness and they did a good job at getting the sound really tight and then I was coming off of a cold so I had had an extra rumbly voice (laughs) and it was it was very cinematic like this whole uh production was like our Christmas cinematic production and then when I was sitting there watching I was like that actually sounds good and I had this really deep like and then the script that I was reading was like very it was, it was one that I had written and then they had edited and I changed it back and it was very, uh, very powerful, very poignant it was, and just boom. And it sounded good. And then everybody afterwards was like, holy crap, 
your voice is amazing. And I just kept saying, yeah, it's AI. This AI that they use is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you could generate anybody's voice and just tweak it till you like it. But I've always thought I wanted to, and Steph tells me, I get it all the time. People will say like, oh man, you got a really good voice. And, um, and then I'm like, you know what? I, I, it'd be fun if you could get a job doing ads for radio or, or voiceovers, you know, it'd be kind of cool. Holy. I think. Junk I think wagon, Batman. What's that? I actually clicked on the uh, MacBook Pro and actually put on it what I want on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's a whole lot of difference between that and the uh, Windows laptop I was looking at. Woo! So I just spec'd out a Mac. Uh, that four grand uh, M- was to get you in the door. Which one are you looking at, though? The Max? The Pro Max? <clears throat> MacBook Pro, 16-inch. Uh, the Max, 4 terabytes <clears throat> of storage, 128 gig. Final Cut Pro, Logic Pro, 6,500 duckies. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just did that. I went to the M3 Max chip and went to the expensive model and then I added every option and I'm at like 8,974 bucks God. Canadian. How is that <laughs> more money? Lord. Canadian pesos, man. Ah, or ah, dollars ah, worth ah, tiddlywinks. Gotcha. Yep. But, um, yeah, and this was like a 16 core CPU, 40 core GPU, 16 core neural engine, <laughs> which who even knows what that means? <laughs> I'm a little bummed out though, because um, the one that I got <clears throat> has like a a 72 watt USB C power adapter, mm-hmm. and because obviously it has less CPU, less GPU, the battery life is better. And so I was stoked about that, and it was amazing. Like I was editing video for about three and a half hours, and uh, I did it unplugged intentionally because I just want to see what it was like. And I think when I was done exporting, I still had like 69% battery left. And and vi- and I did. I turned it so that the it still maintains maximum performance when I unplug it because I don't want the stuff slowing down on me, you know. But with video editing, that can crunch your batteries quick. But yeah, I know. Uh, my my old uh, my Air it was a 2013, and I had like two three days battery life. Didn't matter what I was doing. It was awesome. And then the they're, hey, we're not going to support this anymore. It went from two, three days, the whole time I owned it, to four hours, battery life, overnight. Oh, wow. I'm like, really? Really? And then that whole scandal broke where Apple's getting sued because they were literally doing that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and then their answer to that was, okay, yeah, we did it. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, we're going to give so, every, you're going to sue us in a class action lawsuit and all of you get 46 cents. Great. Good for you. Now here's yeah. what we do. Um, we are no longer, we are not, not just no longer supporting anything older than, what was it, 2017? Um, yeah. Um, now nothing. See ya. Use it at your own risk. Yeah. Apple is <laughs> just exactly. a, um, spiteful mistress. It really is. Yeah. 
You know, that's what uh, Starlink does, is basically you use it at your own risk. You buy it. Uh, there's no contracts, so they could jack the price up. Oh, yeah, I heard uh, some, the same Starlink kind of caveats I was hearing in the background when you and I talked about getting Starlink um, to now, it's like more mainstream and more people are coming out saying, oh, this is how Starlink is screwing me. Um, Mm. And Starlink's, you know, okay, they have a crappy mob-like business plan, but they never, like, overtly, like, hit it. It was all there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And people were just so, I want, the, you know, you're starving for internet. You're starving for good internet because every other method is failing you. Uh, mm-hmm. You live out in the middle of nowhere or you live in a small town. Um, so here comes Starlink. And then, you know, they they give you just, just like um, old uh, sat- the other satellite internet like HughesNet used to do, you know, for the first week that you have it, we're going to make sure you get good internet. And then after that, you know, you're going to get bytes per second. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I, that's why I decided, uh, even though my name was on the wait list, it's just something was nagging at me. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So I never did it. And boy, am I glad. Hmm. Yeah, our Starlink's been good so far. Like, <clears throat> I have no complaints. But yeah, it is it is weird because it's like when you sign up for it, it it's true. It's kind of like you know what you you feel like in a certain sense. It's like man, these guys really don't care. Like they're not they don't value me as a customer because it's very clear. It's like hey, this is how it's going to be. If you don't like it, that's that. But then at the same time, it's like I'm not. You don't feel like you're being taken advantage of because they're they're being forthright. It's like, just so you know, we could we could change the rules at any time. We could not support the equipment that you buy at any time, and we could jack up the what your monthly fee is any single time. But at the same time, you're in you're not in a contract to us. You'll buy the equipment, you'll own it, you can keep it, you can have it. We won't ask for it back. And if you ever want to cancel, just cancel. You you, you don't owe us anything, and it's kind of like ah, oh, I can't. I don't know. It all depends. You, you I kind of like that as opposed to sometimes when you you sign up for an agreement with a company and it's different than you thought it would be, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> There's almost no company that gives you the best of both worlds. Yeah. But I think the the most scummy move I've heard Starlink do. And I don't think I would have believed it, but it was a video. A, a cold unboxing video. Mhm. And took everything out of the box. And the cables literally would not connect to the hardware. There were two different kinds of connections. And they, you know, contacted Starlink about it. Like, oh, that must have been when we were switching uh, contractor, (laughs) you know, contract for making this stuff for us. Um, Yeah, you can buy the new stuff, you know, the compatible stuff. What? I bought something. Yeah, we don't care. That's crazy. Now, See, that, because that's they were point. smart enough to 
put the unboxing and the call on the video. Starlink did make it right right away and ask them to take the mm-hmm. video down. And they said, yeah. no. And then Starlink, well, we'll make it right once you take the video down. Yeah. So they took it down, got their stuff, and put it right back up. Huh. That's funny. I'm like, how did Starlink not see that coming? Yeah. <laughs> it's like they have that footage still. <laughs> it's a button to make something live or make it private. Yeah, we didn't have a contract that I would keep it down. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I got to I've got to do a video for Laser Packer. And you know, I'm not they wanted for it who? before like Laser Packer. <laughs> See, I don't have my sound effects when I'm not <laughs> using my roadcaster. I keep staring at it and I got this uh Shure SMB set whatever it is, our nice microphones and I'm like I kind of like using the good stuff, but we'll see. <laughs> I got to see how this one sounds again. Thing is, I'm going to be losing my office in theory, but but no. So does Laser Packer said, yeah, like they have these things. They're like, we want an unboxing video, and I said, I, I don't do unboxing videos. Like I don't. There are channels that do that, and they have their audience based solely on unboxing things. If I do that, it will do nothing. Like I don't watch unboxing videos. That stuff is useless to me. Um, I care about the product reviews. I'll watch. I said, I'll do a, a, like a mild review and I'll use it in a project and, um, got it. And they wanted it done for the Christmas rush or blah, before black Friday. Cause they're having big sales. And there's been times when I open the app and it doesn't work. And so I'm like, come on, there's two days where I couldn't get it working. I was emailing back and forth. And then all of a sudden it just worked like just worked. So it has to do with app support and stuff like that. And then, and so I'd, okay, yeah, I've been filming a lot of stuff. I've been doing a lot of videos. Every time I use it, I'm like, okay, have I done this material? No. Okay. Let me film it. And so I've got a lot of footage of me using this, but every now, like every month or so they'll update the app and then something and it will be different. And I'm like, I'm not making a video about this until I'm happy with this. And, uh, they've ignored me. I haven't heard from them since before Christmas. And I got an email actually this morning is a main box and I'm like just wondering if everything's okay and you know when can we expect these videos and so I'm going to tell them I'll do, I'm going to do the video but I'm going to let people know that if you're looking for an app like if you want to use this thing just be prepared that it it's got bugs in it like the software has bugs like you'll go and and, and it's like a dial to pick which setting so if I want to engrave something at 60% power you swipe the dial up and it, it works great. And then you click it. And then sometimes it'll be set at one, 1% power. And it's like, no, I wanted 60. So you scroll, you hit again, scroll, click it one. And then you do that three, four times. All of a sudden the, the fifth time will be, oh, okay. Saved it as 60. And so it's like, you can get what you want out of it. There's only, and I'm, I'm going to have to tell people like there's been one time when the app didn't work and I couldn't use this, but that was when they did a major firmware update to the machine. And I think they were just maybe a day or two behind, but it's like, eventually you'll get what you want. And the menu, the way it's laid out is very intelligent. It's very intuitive, but not every feature works the way you would expect it to. Like just there's bugs in it. And and that the biggest flaw with this machine is the software behind it because once you get it to do what it does, it's great. 
and it's very accurate. It's very clean. It's repeatable. Like I, I do sanding blocks now. I put my logo on it with those and I can set up a little stopper and boom, 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 boom. It's fantastic. But it's kind of like, like I've got to tell them, say, you know what? You guys have a, a, a pretty good little product here, but I can't tell people, hey, this is awesome. You know, buy this machine. Honestly, if you need a, a marking machine, yeah, I'd recommend it. And it's, I think it's better than the gantry style, like the X tool that I have. But just know there's little issues with this. And then X tool asked before Christmas if I want their F1 laser, which is basically the exact same thing as a laser pecker LP4. And so it's like a dual, dual head laser. It's got a 10 watt diode laser and a two watt infrared and I ignored him like I just didn't respond to him before Christmas but then he asked me two days ago three days ago hey could we send you an f1 and then I said yeah sure why not <laughs> so I don't know if he's going to or not but and I told him I said yeah I said I'm not going to do a review but I'll use it in projects so I uh, will see if he says yes or no to that because I mean how many how many lasers can you do reviews of on a channel you know what I mean a thousand that's true that's true I mean, there's some channels out there that prove it. Yeah, I've watched them when I was trying to do my research, but <clears throat> I know uh, one of the uh, one of the uh, foundry channels I, I watched got a laser packer, and their video that's like the app is unusable. Don't even bother. Mm. Funny. And you know what's annoying is that you use their computer software. Like I, I put the stuff on my MacBook that I have in the shop and it's, it's pretty much the exact same interface except from the computer based software, you can't use their rotary machine. There's no option for it. I'm like, this is so dumb. And the dumb thing is, is that I can use it on my iPad or my iPhone with Bluetooth. But if I, when I use the computer software, you have to buy a Bluetooth dongle from them. It was like, you don't have the laser peckled Bluetooth dongle. Please plug in a cord. I'm like, this is fully retarded. Like, what are you doing? Bluetooth is Bluetooth. My computer Bluetooth, my, my like iPhone Bluetooth. I don't need to buy a dongle from you. And that's another beef I have. I'm like, that is stupid. Like the X tools, I can control them wirelessly from my computer and my iPad. Nope, oh, laser pecker, I've got to buy their dongle. So I'm kind of like, you guys are, I don't know. I'm going to do a video and I'm going to let them know it's like it's it's not going to be a glowing review like it's not it I'm just going to tell people it works great but there's a few things I have the stupid bluetooth dongle is retarded and then the fact that I can't use the rotary is dumb you know, cuz I like I mean I would never ever want to be like hey let's start a business doing tumblers cuz I think they're gaudy but at the same time, I kind of like to put my, my own markings on tumblers of my own, you know. But, yeah, that's weird. But, so we'll see. Then maybe, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what, what, what I end up doing with these things. The biggest thing I have is that I feel like I should be like keeping these things in a cleaner area, you know, like I, I create a lot of dust and like out even yesterday chipping up all that paint and I'm like, it's in the same room as my lasers are. I'm like, that's not very good. I should, yeah, I should keep probably them a little not. cleaner. 
Yeah. Whatever. See, I mean, you just proved that that age-old thing that if you have to pay for something, you value it more than if it's given to you. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Laser schmazer, who cares? (laughs) I didn't pay for this junk. (laughs) Honestly, it's funny because... I always thought they were fascinating. I always thought they were interesting. And, man, like, my dad's owned lasers for years. You know, lasers aren't new, and everybody's talking, oh, I got a laser. I'm like, well, that's cool. Boring. Um, But, and even as, as such, I think, knowing what I know now, I would buy the laser pecker style laser. The kind that the laser head is stationary, and it just moves the laser beam around. Just for what I do, like for marking knives, they're way nicer because you can get, if you've got a set of handle scales on, there's often in order to achieve the right focus of the laser, it has to be with a gantry style, it has to be so close and it will knock into the, your knife, like it'll bump into the handle scales. Whereas the the pillar style ones, they're they're slick, man. You can just tuck that logo anywhere you want, you know? But. I think I'm going to, I really want to get a a 3D printer. I think I'm like closer than I've ever been. Did I tell you I started messing around with Fusion 360? Yes. Yeah. And it's just like, it's actually not that hard. And I'm like, I want to build all these organizers for like uh, like DeWalt or no, Milwaukee. I said the evil D word. Come on. What's wrong with me? Um, Milwaukee, you can buy like 3D printed Essentially, it's like the, the part of the battery that clips onto the tool. And then, but it's just a little thin cross section of that. So you can like screw it to a wall or screw it to a shelf and you can click your tool right into there. And I'm like, man, I would have to buy so many of those for all the tools I have. It's probably going to be cheaper to buy a 3D printer and make my own. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think I'm starting to see a lot more value and a lot more people doing. Um, actually practical uses for 3d printers you know not just making stupid little doohickeys and things like that yeah. so i don't know decided which <clears throat> one um yeah i know but I, I, I the names escape me right now that one's a a bamboo lab something or other or shoot why can't i remember a prusa mk4 i forget i was watching have you ever seen the youtube channel shop nation yes i've heard of it yeah so he has a print farm i think he has 40 printers and he makes a lot of like uh a different like dust collection adapters and stuff stuff for woodworking and he has a he does a pretty good channel i like his stuff um and he does like uh, some comparisons and I, I I don't know. I figure if the guy's got a print farm, if he does woodworking, he does shop stuff, you know, there's a lot in common. He doesn't make tchotchkes and useless crap. And he actually makes parts. And uh, yeah, so he has got pretty good recommendations. And he is also not sponsored by either of these companies. Like he's bought all of his machines himself. And um you know, he's got a couple of them that he recommends. It's like, you know what? If you want a machine that you're just going to put together, turn it on and use it, this is the one. Or you can even buy one that's fully assembled 
and you don't want to have to worry about anything, you just want to print things, this is the one you get. So, have you put in more thought into getting one? Yeah. I'm just, it's just... You're going to do it? Tell, uh, yeah, I'm going to get one. It's just when and which one. Yeah. I'm at that exact same spot. Here's the way my luck works with certain things <laughs> in makery and with uh, technology. This is the best of the best of the best of the best. I buy it. The very next day, it's obsolete. You're like, what? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Remember, I just bought a GoPro Hero 11. I was like, oh, this is great. And the next like month, hey, here's the 12. <laughs> like, oh, cool. And that's why I'm like, I was kind of excited about my MacBook Pro buying it because it says new on their website. I'm like, yes, it's new. <laughs> and like, I'll buy it and it'll be like, old. <laughs> but that's how mine is too. And then same thing, I bought that um, DJI Pocket, whatever it is, the gimbal camera. I bought the t number two version. And I guess it was about a year ago, but now they've got the three. And I'm like, oh, cool. Which I'm not really happy with that camera. It didn't, it didn't amaze me. The The quality of the footage that came off of it was just, yeah. I don't know. I need it. I've got a lot of cameras I need to get rid of, man. Starting to pile up and they don't fit in. Like I had this box I bought, like a Pelican thing. And I was like, you know what? This will be my camera gear for all the active cameras that I use for filming. And then it overflows into drawers. And then it's like, oh, man, I've got all this junk. Why? I need to get rid of it. Keep what I like. Get rid of what I don't. Yeah. But. And that's something that I've noticed in the photographers I've known in my life. They do not do get rid of any like camera equipment. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. When was the last time you I know used that? Oh, 1974. Why don't you get rid of it? No, no. I know. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Do. You know, it's funny. I've never been like that with camera gear, but I have been guilty of buying a lens. Not using it, selling it, buying it again, not using it, selling it, buying it. There's one camera, the Fuji X100. I bought the very first run that ever landed in Calgary. I got my name on a list for it at the camera store and uh, picked one up. And so I'd probably one of the first 50 in the city. Loved it. I bought and sold that camera four times. And Steph got so mad at me when I bought it for the last time. She says, you can buy this again. And this is maybe like a year later or after I'd sold the last one. I was like, I just, I really do love that camera. And I'm like, I don't use it that much and I'll have a better camera. And she says, if you buy this camera, you're never allowed to sell it ever. And so I bought it and I still have it <laughs> and I don't use it, <laughs> but I'm not allowed to sell it. <laughs> I've got the updated version, the X100V, the latest and greatest. You know, it's funny, I bought it, and about six months later, people are selling them for $600 more than retail. Because people could, you just couldn't find them. Like, even right now, I could sell for more than I paid for it. But it is a completely different. That's like five generations. And the old one, 
was slow. Like the autofocus, like if you ever wanted to use it for, and that was a big reason I didn't, I always sold it all the time. It's like my kids were young when it came out, like really young. Um, I think it was like two or something like that. And the autofocus was so slow that there's no way you could photograph kids because kids move, you know, toddlers, they're not going to stand still They're when they're, even when they're playing, they're like constantly moving. And so I was like, this sucks. And that's what I wanted it for is I wanted to have a camera that I could carry with me all the time that had great, you know, good looking images, but that one didn't do the job because it was so slow. But then the newer version is so fast and it's way sharper. Oh, I absolutely love that camera. And they got recipes like um, one thing Fuji uh, is famous for is that you can go in and adjust color profiles and there's these people, like if you go to, I don't know what it is, like Fuji film recipes. If you Google that, these people will give you all these settings and you can create simulations of old film stock. And they are actually pretty cool. Like I've done a lot of messing around with that stuff just for my own fun. And it is amazing. You can, you can get images that look like they were taken with a film camera off this thing. And a lot of the, the Fuji line. But, oh, it's cool. It's a fun camera, man. I love that thing. I literally carry it with me everywhere. Like I carry it down to the shop every morning. I bring it back up every night and I, I probably take 10 pictures a day with it. I don't, I don't really share them. I just do it for fun, but I love like took it to great falls. I got pictures of the lodge. I got all kinds of stuff, man. It's phenomenal. It's a fun, fun camera that to me, that is a, the digital camera that reminds me of the fun of photography. Like, you start shooting film and it's so fun. There's this anticipation and it's like, oh, that camera, the Fuji X100V, it's the exact same way for me. I absolutely love that thing. It's a blast. It's a fixed lens. So you will only have, uh, I think it's like a 35 millimeter equivalent. So there's no zooming on it, but it's a F2. So you get a really nice shallow depth of field. It's a APS-C sensor. So, oh, I love that thing, man. Sorry. I nerd out on cameras very quickly. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not precious about cameras though. I don't know, I got I don't know how many lenses I have that I don't use anymore. And like cameras, it's like, man, get rid of this crap. Somebody's gonna want it. You know, there's somebody out there who wants this camera and they would love to find a good price on it used and you can make their day you know like uh my son Isaiah well both my boys they play guitar and uh my older two and you know you get into pedals guitar pedals and you try this try that and it, it's kind of the same way and so Isaiah's got this collection of guitar pedals he doesn't use he's like I think I'm just gonna throw them in the garbage you know, it's like such a hassle to meet with people. And I get that, especially because we don't live in the city. It's easy if you live in the city. It's like, yeah, I'll meet you at this 7-Eleven at this time. Good. You know, that for us is a 20-minute drive, and so it's a pain. But I also told him, I said, the one thing is, is that there's somebody out there who wants that pedal, and that's like, oh, I really want to try it. And they, if they could find it used, they'd be thrilled to buy that from you. I said, so you're actually doing your fellow human being a favor by putting this up for sale. It's easy just to throw it in the garbage. And yeah, it's a, a $50 pedal or a $100 pedal. 
Sometimes that might not seem worth the effort, but you know what? Somebody's going to be like, oh, I said, you're doing them a solid, you know? That's how you got to look at it sometimes. Do you sell anything? Like, do you use classifieds to get rid of crap? I have, but I haven't in so many years. I need to, don't want to. Yeah. And it, the only reason, you know, it's not, you know, putting the ad up. It's not anything other than I hate people. <laughs> yeah. Not like yeah, that's if you a- sell on like eBay or something like that where you never have to meet anybody, you buy it off, mail it to you. I can do that all day. Mm-hmm. But you buy something, have to meet somebody? No. Yeah. Because, and the, another reason for that is I know how rare it is to have issues when you sell on like Facebook Marketplace or whatever and you meet somebody and you have a problem. I know it's rare. But I also, in 2018, live right down the road from that horrible Craigslist murder. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's uh when then like Isaiah like there's been times when Isaiah like finds a pedal and he wants to go pick it up and he's like, Okay, I'm I'm just gonna go pick it up and I'm kinda like, Where are you meeting the person? At their house. I'm like, eh, I don't know. It's weird, you know. It's like you know, the chance of something happening pretty much non existent, but then I'm always like, I don't like that idea. You know, and even it, like if Steph goes to find something like back when Steph was like buying a bunch of plants and really getting into having indoor plants, you know, one of the good ways to do it is online because, you know, people like, I don't know, produce these little plants, take cuttings off and make little ones and and they're cheap. And it's like, oh, I'm going to go get this plant. I'm like, well, how much is it? It's like five bucks. I'm like, well, why don't you just go to a plant shop and get it? Well, it's like 30 bucks and they don't even have them. And it's like, ah, it's don't like the idea of her going by herself to some stranger's house to buy a plant, but it's weird. No, it's not. That's not weird at all. I, I don't think I let Danette go anywhere like that by herself. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I've always told Steph, I said, you either have to have the boys with you or me. And I said, just like, I mean, my sons are young men. They're strong. You know, they'll put up a good fight. I'm an old grumpy guy. You know, you better better off to meet a, a wildcat or something because I'm just so surly. And, uh, you know, people treat you differently. That's the thing that drives me nuts is that, is that Steph will go somewhere and get treated horribly. And I'll go somewhere and I get treated just fine. But, and it, I, I don't know, it's because like, People just think, oh, you know what? She's going to be peaceable. She's not going to make a fuss. She's not going to make a stink. Or, I don't know. And it was like that way, like during the the whole pandemic when we wouldn't wear masks anywhere. Because I'm like, I'm not wearing a mask. That's stupid. And uh, they people would come up to Steph and just tell her off. You better wear a mask. And I, would, I didn't wear a mask anywhere. No one would come talk to me. Because I'm taller than them. I'm bigger than them. I'm bald and I've got a beard. And I look grumpy. <laughs> like nobody wants to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants to touch that. Unless you're bigger than me, which doesn't happen much. You know, anybody bigger than me has the same 
freedom that I enjoy. It's like, you're not going to make me wear a mask. Nobody's going to make me do anything. But weird. Oh, I'm glad all that crap's over with, eh? Yeah, well, you know. 2024, the, uh, November of 2024 isn't here yet. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy what's going down in, in Texas there, hey? <laughs> no, it's not. It's just... The federal government says, no, let's let the illegal immigrants do the illegal thing that our laws set up to stop. <laughs> Don't you stop illegal activity in this country. <laughs> it's like, you know, so California funny. allowing certain levels of crime. We're not even going to arrest or prosecute. Yeah. Really? You know, and then... <laughs> you just shake your head we're not gonna do anything to fix the problems um anyway yeah i, I ah, we uh I know. watch this uh it fits under the category of reality tv but it's a uh, court camera it's where people okay. act up in court and yep. you get to watch it 99% of them that, well, now I'll say 85% overall, are people doing dumb things that you wouldn't do in court, but they're doing it because it's a team's meeting. It's an online court appearance, right? You're doing it over yeah. the internet. And then every judge says exactly the same thing. This is real court. Quit acting like you're on TV. Well, then do it in person. Yeah, yeah. Court should be in person. No kidding. Period. That's crazy, hey? Yeah. And hmm. um, I know King Todd would do several things immediately. Um, close the border, all of them, until we get rid of all the illegals. They're not undocumented. Yeah, they're illegal. They're illegal. They're here illegally. So they're yeah. illegally undocumented. I'll, I'll, I'll go that far with you. See, I can compromise, people. They're illegally <laughs> undocumented. And, uh, you know, yes, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But we'll do it. We'll get through it. We'll get through it together, mm -hmm. people. Get them out. Yep. And then we'll restart the process legally. Because I'm not against immigration. I'm against illegal immigration. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to look at everybody that has a green card. That's, no, that's not a citizen yet. Did they get it legally? Or yeah. did they use some backdoor um, process that, that they shouldn't? Right? Mm -hmm. Um. You know, we're getting we're getting rid of most all of welfare. We're gonna do whatever it takes. We're gonna use social media however we need to use it. We're gonna use whatever we need to use that made uh you know, boomer and white male just saying that out loud makes people cringe now. Uh mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we're gonna use whatever processes were used to get that result to use single parent to be an ugly word again. 
mm-hmm. to use. We're going to have as much sex as we want, regardless of the consequence. We're going to, until that gets the same result. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, child tax credit goes out the window. Everybody pays their quote unquote fair share. Um, Governments have to operate within a budget. They will have a balanced budget amendment to the Constitution. We're going to have a flat tax. We're going to do all kinds of stuff. We're going to make mm-hmm. the. We're going to do away with unions inside America. We're going to mm-hmm. do that. What unions say they do, we're going to do that a different way. You know, mm-hmm. um, having fairness for workers, making sure they're not mistreated. Because we are living in an ugly, nasty reality of unions right now. With the United Auto Workers strike that just put the UAW workers in the top 1% of Americans benefit-wise. And then the fact that the lowest MSRP for an American, quote, alleged American-made vehicle is going to be $50,000 $50,000 by the time that entire contract is in place. Wow. That's 50,000 American. I mean, Jesus, yeah. you know, that's not a little bit of money. That's crazy. Um, unions have made what, you know, UPS workers are going to make 170 grand a year, <laughs> including benefit to not deliver packages. No yeah. BS. Yep. We're going to make, all of the protections available to companies if you're a sole proprietor. Yeah, yeah. If once you go public, you start taking public money, we want that to be an ugly thing. You failed as a sole proprietor. You can't raise enough capital based on your sole proprietorship and your product and your R&D. So you have to go public. Mm-hmm. You know, so now you answer to the public. You know, if you're a sole proprietorship, you can do whatever you want to with your company, and you have to deal with those consequences. Yep. You know, um, corporations are no longer considered an individual under the law. I don't know what they were thinking in the 1880s when they made that ruling, but it has really screwed mm. up everything. Mm. LLCs, you can't just... Go bankrupt overnight and leave and leave all your customers hanging. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, I'm just so, I'm a curmudgeon. Yeah, but it's good. I'm too. And it's, I think it's the best way to live. Well, I don't know that (laughs) there's anything I just said that's wrong or bad. Yeah. Unless you're the union. You know, unless you're the evildoer, you know, what have I said that's so bad? You're breaking the law, so we should be holding people accountable. Yep. You know, the individual has all of the rights. If you're a public servant, you don't have any right that puts you above the individual member of the public. So if you wrongfully convict someone, we're going to hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. No more plea deals. If we can get to the same place without plea deals, we really can. We already have 
the right to say, Your Honor, I'd like a bench trial and I want to plead guilty. We already have the right to do that. Um, so let's just do it that way and not have, you know, the, the, these plea agreement processes where you force innocent people to plead guilty because during a simple misdemeanor crime, you investigate their entire life and find 87 different other misdemeanors and say, well, we'll, we'll, we'll drop those if you plead guilty to something you didn't do. Because yeah. we need the conviction rate for our, you know, uh, our campaign. Yeah. No. It's crooked, isn't it? And, I, and I'm sorry for everybody. This will hurt. If your name is Biden, Trump, or Trudeau, you can never hold public office, ever. Yeah, absolutely. They should. You know, the Supreme Court of Canada found Trudeau his use of the Emergencies Act unjustified. Of course, they're fighting it, but like literally for everything, every time he turns around, he does something that should put him in jail. So I'm, ugh. But to I wish you could get, Yeah. Can't do anything. No. You know, he, he's only in, correct me if I'm wrong, and I know it's... Mm, way oversimplified to say it this way but isn't he only still in office because he like arbitrarily changed the rules himself uh well personally i think the he did change some of the rules around elect how the election happens um i forget what it is but i, I honestly think the election was rigged like and and coming up to this next election, like his uh, his popular, he's everybody in the country hates him. I listen to podcasts that have people in the east, like uh, oh, the Work for podcast has a guy named Pickle Cutters, and he's like in New Brunswick or something. And they were all the votes for Trudeau come from Eastern Canada, by and large, like pretty much all of them. Like that's the only reason he exists, and. Even he was saying everybody there hates him. So I'm like, good, finally these stupid Easterners are waking up. Like, like I've said it before, and I, I, I hold, you know what? Eastern Canada is, is a liberal, and they're dumb. Like, by and large, we, that's why we call them goofy noofies. Uh, we don't, like, pea supers. You know, if you're from Quebec, you're a pea super. <laughs> and it's like, go away and stay away. Like, honestly, I wish when Quebec wanted to separate, I wish they would have because there'd be precedent and then Alberta could separate. Like, man, the, the East, and they don't, they don't believe this to be true. It's, it's fact. You can look at the numbers. They spend all of the money. All of spending on Canada is in the East. All earning is in the West. Not all, but most. You know, the, the, the province that spends the most that bleeds the most money, that costs the most, is Quebec. And the province that produces the most is Alberta. And we have these, uh, oh shoot, what are they called? They, they put in this stupid thing where because Alberta makes so much money, we have to give money to other provinces. And then they just bleed it out. They bleed it out. And it's like, nope, you still equalization payments. Alberta has to make equalization payments to the rest of the provinces. Dumb. I don't. It's like, no. I don't get that. You, I don't. 
but no, it's, but it's, it's true evil. everywhere that, you know, the, a population that gets 90% of the tax dollars only pay 10% of the taxes, you know, whatever mm-hmm. geographic region that is, these welfare communities just, ah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You have to give people an incentive to get off their <clears throat> butt and work. Human nature yeah. is not what people think it is. It, it yeah. really isn't. And I, you can prove this in 2024 by going to certain countries in the world and see who's just sitting on their butt on the street, mm-hmm. um, making their wives go work or whatever. Yep. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not a pretty sight. Yep. It's always been that way in those countries. And then until there's some uh, significant change, there, it, you know, it'll remain that way. Yep. Because I know a guy that pretty much has written off his family. He's Nigerian, and he's written off his family because they suck. He says, and that's all he can say. They suck. Because hmm. he, uh, wow. he was born in Nigeria, but a relative like stole him and took him to England. Changed his name like two or three times and then smuggled him into America through a different relative, right? Like oh, wow. distant, distant relative. And then he, ra- mm-hmm. he was raised as an American. And, uh, and all this came out like when he was 20, 21. He never knew. Hmm. He's like, man, that really screwed me up. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> when you find this out, you want to go meet your quote unquote real family. He says, oh, no, worst mistake I've ever made. He said, I would have made a far less serious mistake and I just cut my arm off with a chainsaw. He said, That's going crazy. back to Nigeria to meet these people just horrifies me because now they know who I am and where to come beg for money. He goes, I have people oh. trying to steal my identity. You know, they put in welfare claims saying they live with me. I, I can't stop this. It's horrifying. He goes, every man in my family that lives back there just sit on their butt, force the women to work, while government yeah, subsidy claims. It's just, ah. It's crazy. You know, I just got a text message. I guess um, my son needs the shower. <laughs> I'm in the basement suite, and so he needs to come in, and he's got a meeting. He's got to leave here at 10, so I, I got to wrap this up. Uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Get Todd off his rant. No, no. I'm kidding, I, I'm we kidding. should. No, let's start on the rant because I like the political stuff. I like it when we go off on what's wrong with the world, and we haven't done it for a while. And it, the world needs it. <laughs> they need some common sense masculinity. <laughs> hey, yeah, we're at an all time high of 19 listeners. We need to get rid of those people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right on. Well, Todd, appreciate your time. Always great talking to you. Absolutely, and, brother. Uh, thank, thanks to our listeners, and uh, should be back at you in all next week. Roger. Go jump in the lake.